Start remembering what you hear. Well, hi out there, and welcome to... And now, the world's foremost authority... Monitora Esperta, also known as Jamie. Welcome to the second season of the Capoeira Podcast, episode 18. Um, you know, I definitely want to say something. For the last six months, I was so... Um, I was working so hard at um, at my job and everything else that I pretty much ran out of road and was burnt out. Um, so right now, I've kind of decided to take a step back and uh, focus on taking it easy, which means I will be around more. I was away, and now I'm back, and I'm very excited. There's going to be a lot of fun um, and upcoming episodes, um, a lot of fun to be had. Uh, I hope you had an amazing summer. It's now fall. Um, I hope that um, it wasn't traumatic for you, the fact that we weren't around for several months, but everything is okay, and I'm back. Um, It's October. We actually have about two months until 2015 is over. Um, I'm not going to talk about what I think about this year yet, uh, but we officially turned a year old. Thank you for downloading and listening to us ramble and uh, do what we do and talk about what we love and what you love, which is capoeira. And um, capoeira in LA out here is crazy in a good way. Um, It seems there's always uh, an event or a fundraiser to support so that means there are more chances for me to record and get more episodes out to you. Um, we have a great show for you, but first, um, let's plug some events around the world. Okay, October 15th to October 17th, Fort Worth Capoeira will be having their bachizado, uh, Vivencia de Capoeira Regional, um, in Fort Worth, Texas. Should be fun. I think they get scarves instead of cordals, which is very hipster and progressive of them so if you're not doing anything in texas go out there uh october 15th to the 18th uca berkeley in northern california will be having their encounter bachizado that should be like super fun super packed um it has uh with mestre accordion and mestrando sueli so definitely a lot of photo ops um definitely a lot of knowledge and music so Amazing. Uh, October 15th to 17th, Utah Capo- uh, Utah Valley Capoeira in Provo. Uh, Utah will be having a bachizado at Brigham Young University. Um, that should be fun too. Uh, doesn't look like there might not be any alcohol, but maybe you'll see where they uh, bury those gold plates. Uh, and lastly, October 15th to 17th in Austin, Texas, Capoeira Luanda will be having their bachizado and celebrating 40 years uh, in Capoeira in the U.S. So... If there is, like, if you're bored and you think there's nothing to do that weekend, um, get some friends together, go in on some gas money, or trick your boyfriend, have them go out with you, and then say you have your period and just go train. Um, That is my only idea for you guys, um, but hopefully um, I will be hitting up one of those events. So if you see me out there taking sound bites, come up to me, um, buy me a drink, and maybe you'll get on the air. Uh, And last week... I, uh, I mean, there's always been something that I've been wanting to do. This is like a new idea. So this is the first time I kind of decided to do it. I decided to go cover an event. And last weekend, I covered Capoeira Brazil. Um, Los Angeles is under Mestre Buneco. Um, their event and their bachizado last weekend. And uh, I thought it was really awesome. They have a really big school. 
uh, a lot of love for them. And uh, here are some interviews that I've done uh, with a lot of different people. So check that out. So I'm with Mestre Buneco at Capoeira Brazil, Los Angeles. And uh, so uh, what? how many years are you celebrating? Uh, this is the 17th bat- Batizado. So. Are you excited? Oh yeah, always. It, it's good to have um, a lot of masters from all over the world in here and just to, to share their knowledge uh, for all of us. It's very important. Are you excited about how vast uh, the school has grown? Because there's Capoeira going everywhere right now. Oh yeah, Capoeira is growing everywhere around the world, and uh, I think it's good because it's a very, very unique art form. So, do you know if you're getting courted? I have no idea. If I do, cool. If not, <gasps> support and like CBLA. Yeah, yeah. just yeah, because they 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 definitely come out to support us, and you know we we want to try to have a more integrated community, not just like support, you know, just your Bay schools. Area or, yeah. you know, schools or whatever. So, yeah, I think, you know, we, in the past few years, I've definitely seen a lot more, like, people kind of supporting each other. Yeah, nice. Because, I mean, I don't know, maybe trying to compensate for the fact that we actually haven't done that for a long time, that we've been so secular. So, I mean, we're, we're experiencing this, like, vibe in the Bay Area and it's, like, super contagious, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Professora Komikomi, and I'm here in Los Angeles at the Capoeira Brazil event. And it's really amazing. I love being here with all of the um, people from different schools, and the energy is just amazing. And um, I'm really excited. I'm injured right now, so I can't play. Um, but it's a great experience to be able to watch what's going on and really observe the classes and uh, be, participate in the bateria and watch people play. I can just feel the energy, and I'm uh, I'm bummed not to be able to jump in there, but at the same time, it's it's an amazing experience just to see it all happening. So I'm really grateful to Pavon and Chegado for bringing me here, and I can't wait to come back next year. This is Instructora Foquinha from Capital Brazil East Bay, and I'm here at the CBLA event, and it's amazing because people from all over the country are here, all over the world. Um, tons of people from the Bay came down this year, people from New York, people from Chicago. It's always a huge gathering, a huge reunion of people, and we just get together, play Capoeira, and have a ton of fun. Oh. Coming to events was one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to stay in Capoeira because this is where you made the connections, this is where you made friends, this is where you got places to stay when you went to new cities. So going to events and traveling was one of the biggest draws of why I'm still in Capoeira, why Capoeira was so exciting to me in the beginning. This is Professor Chigado, Capoeira Brazil, Los Angeles, Mestre Boneco. We're on Saturday of uh, Bachizado that started on with events on Wednesday. Um, I think everybody's been uh, really excited, really um, um, motivated. The place has been buzzing with energy this whole time. Um, it, uh, for, for me, personally, if you guys know me, if you've ever seen me before, I don't know, I'm not sure uh, how podcasts work and everything, but uh, you know this is a big day, a big week of, of uh, kind of nonstop work for uh, for myself and my staff. Um, we try to keep uh, um, the 
organization of the event, trying to make it run really smoothly. Honestly, in all four of these days, it's like four different setups. We have different uh, instructors teaching different workshops in three different locations in the same building. Um, we also have parties and as well as food setups, um, uh, uh, dance workshops. So the setups are constantly switching. So this place has to keep um, uh, transforming into into new environments kind of at the drop of a hat so uh, this year we put in some uh, some cool features uh, we had a, um, uh, a spotlight we opened the roof this year um, and we had a, a spotlight to come down in the, in the middle of the harder we tried to change the color of the light for each night kind of giving a different environment to the harder it's super hot out here also it's like it's like almost 100 degrees here today so um, thank that we've been blessed to have uh, thought of having Mr. Fans that have been uh, that have been like saving lives out here. It's been really, really awesome to have those Mr. Fans. Um, we also got hooked up. Uh, one of our students works for a production company. Um, she works for Siren Studios. She runs a production company. Uh, so uh, we were able to, to get chairs and uh, pop-up tents and, and Mr. Fans and uh, a lot of other um, like things like sandbags and C-stands for, uh, for the um, uh, lights and different effects like that. So that was super helpful. Uh, we've got uh, some of our resident DJs that are also trained with us. Um, DJ Pochita, DJ uh, uh, De Dom. Um, they've been they've been handling all the music and all the music setup. We got a party tonight to set up again. So we're just trying to keep it moving. We're almost done. Kind of downhill right now. Just ready to roll out and, and finalize. Today was our uh, youth. The youth part of the bachizado. Tomorrow will be the adults. Today, all of our kids got their cords. So that's honestly, easily the most fun and most amazing part is to see all the kids who've worked hard all year long getting their next level and and coming up as a group, as a team. They're starting to motivate each other. They um they they've been together for for a couple of years now, and it's just an amazing kind of thing to see them come together and and have this. Uh, this Capoeira family and the Capoeira family keeps growing. Capoeira Brazil, LA, Messi Boneco, word up. Uh, thank you for everyone that uh, contributed and was willing to go on the air. I know it wasn't easy, but I just felt like it was awesome that uh, they were able to say all those things because it came um, from them. And Chicago, amazing. Um, if you didn't know that was Chicago and you just like switched to that right now, I could have said that was John Legend, and I think people would believe it. I was just waiting for him to pull out a baby grand piano and start fucking playing some song. Anyway, all right. Uh, I hope you liked that. Uh, I will be going to more events more often. Um, uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, that should be fun. Hopefully, uh, you can hear yourself on the air if um, I'm ever in your school. Uh, if there are any events or uh, bachizados you want me to check out or fundraisers, just uh, drop a line on Facebook, Instagram, and go ahead and invite us, and we'll let you know if we'll be there. Um, earlier uh, last week, I actually saw on Instagram that uh, my friend Carla from Utah was in town, so I hit her up, and um, I got this great idea to have her on the show. She came in for a weekend to check out uh, the Bachizado, and uh, I got to check out their school in Culver and say hi, and um, it was really cool because me and her... We have a lot of conversations about Capoeira when we do see each other. So I just decided to 
tape us uh, driving to class. So uh, hopefully you enjoy this episode, uh, episode 18, Riding Cars with Girls. Um, so yeah, enjoy. Uh, Do I just go like, hey, this is Carla? Yeah. <laughs> I told you, I get Mike shy. And you're recording this too, aren't you? <laughs> I've been rec- we've been recording like all, all day. That's right. Oh. Hey guys, this is Carla. Mandingueira is my nickname. Um, I'm from Sao Paulo, Brazil, but I live in Salt Lake City, Utah. I train under Mestre Jamaica, Volta Milda Capoeira. What's the story? About Gaúcha. Is that your old name? That yeah. Was your old Where name. did you get that name from? Well, I think a lot of people in Capoeira, like, they don't know a lot about a person or something like that, so they give them a very generic name. Mm-hmm. And so they say they called her Gaúcha because she's like a cowgirl, but. You know, there's a cultural reference to it that I think Manjingera did not like because it's, you know, somebody from the south of Brazil usually. And uh, it never really fit her. Like, Gaúcha, like, never was quite the right name. Did you, and, like, come over in the hotel with, like, a side of, like, oh, you want picanha? <laughs> <laughs> and then you start slicing? I don't and then even, you start slicing? I, I don't even <laughs> eat meat that much. <laughs> or with their shimahau. <laughs> shimahau, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, Agarado's right. This is exactly what the issue was for me, you know? It's like, like Agarado was saying, generic, too generic even, you know? Yeah. By people judging me by my looks and rather than my personality or by the way I play or the way I interact with people, you know? Mm-hmm. So I've never even been to Rio Grande do Sul, so Gaúcha is somebody from Rio Grande do Sul. And no, there's nothing wrong with it, you know? But I've never even been there. There's nothing about me that is from there. So I didn't... I didn't like it very much. I didn't really honor it in the senses of, you know, people ask, what's your name? What's your nickname? Oh, it's Carla. <laughs> yeah, everybody in Capoeira called her Carla. And I don't think there was very many people called her Carla. Yeah, that's true. When did you get it changed? People. I think, do you remember that? I think I had about three or four years yeah. in Capoeira. Yeah, were, yeah. And then, yeah, I went to Brazil uh, for a little bit just to visit family when I came back. I honestly don't remember. It just happened. We met him. Like, like, hey, Manjingera, hey, Manjingera. And then now he calls me Madre because Manjingera is too long, he says. <laughs> but I like it, you know. Got to live up to it. That's definitely the challenge there. But it's I like the name a lot. You know, yeah, There's a the, lot of meaning behind it, you know. Yeah. The name really stuck, too. Like, uh, as soon as I heard Manjingera, I was like, oh, that's what. It's that's perfect. What is, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> it, it just fit her personality. And, arrived on Thursday night so but I went yesterday morning uh, it was really cool I mean one of the my biggest things was meeting Mestuni Vargas I don't know mm. if it's like easier for you guys here in California to meet him but I've tried to meet him a few times when I was in Rio and he was never there and yeah. it's always very nice it's like always touring yeah it's like oh please come to my academy but I won't be there and I'm like no I want to meet you <laughs> <laughs> Did so, you see him yet? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Did you take your photo? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, took, I, I, uh-huh. I took a picture yesterday. I'm kind of shy about those things, you know. I'm like, oh, man, these guys get this all the time. I don't want to be like this. We call it chi in Portuguese. What does that you know? mean? Like groupie? I don't know. Maybe. What does chi like, translate into? I don't know what the word is in English, but it's like when somebody's famous and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, groupie. Groupie, Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to play that. I usually get shy around that, you know, but... No, I know you... I know, yeah. 
but then he busted this at the end of the holiday yesterday and I'm like man he's gonna have to know how much I love this guy <laughs> he's gonna have to you know there's no there's no harm in that <laughs> no dude so yeah that was that was really cool that was that was intense actually does it seem like there's like a ton of people like is parking gonna suck when I take you there parking's gonna suck isn't it um no we left a couple times yesterday uh-huh. and when we came back there's a bunch of streets around it, you know. Oh, right on. Yeah, we didn't have a tough time parking, to be honest. But yeah, there's a lot of people. <laughs> no, I know there's gonna be a lot of people today. I, I'm glad. I really have nothing to do this weekend, honestly. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sarah is there. I haven't seen her in like. Oh shit! She's there. Five she had the baby. Years. Yeah. She had the baby now. Is she moving around? She's in Santa Rosa, I think. It was actually really cool that I think. There's some awareness that we personally could raise, you know, sometime. Mm-hmm. That she was talking about um, the space for women that just have babies. Women, um, man, how do I put this right? Pregnant capodistas. Or, yeah, or female capodistas that just have babies or they have kids, you know? Yeah. Um, and how. Hard is. Not only that, but. Like you invite, you're invited to an event, but they're gonna pay for your ticket, not for your kids. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. and when they're young, young, that they can, you know, be your lap child on the plane. That's one thing. But anyway, so I, I think it's very interesting. I never thought about that. You know, having, not having gone through something like that. But she's like, I think there's something that we could raise awareness for. You know, and people might think twice before bringing me to an event because of that. But this is part of my life. This is me. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean. One thing that I really appreciated is how organized everything is, you know? Like, Professor Pavon always running around and checking, making sure everybody's cool, everybody's doing well, you know? Yeah, yeah. And everything is just so organized. I mean, they have the food organized, they have the stuff to, to sell there organized, they have uh, a DJ playing the moment that every, the holiday ends, you know? Really? Yeah. Wow, I have to check this, I have to check this out. Yeah, it was... Yeah, I really liked it. Is someone handing towels? That would be the best. Oh man! Like a gym. <laughs> That's a good idea. Like a towel person. You have to give that to, like that job to a no board. <laughs> no one else will like want it. No. Be all like, oh hell no. Disgusting. <laughs> I know. I'm not gonna be the towel girl. <laughs> this is hot, humid California. Come on. <laughs> Dude, I know it's um. They say it's gonna be El Nino this year with all the rain and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, like, that's why it's, like, starting to get humid. Like, it's going to be a cold winter. It's going to be a very wet winter, they say. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's why it's, like, so humid. But how cold does it get here? No like, 50. Ah, okay. I think, um, like, late, like, in the high 50s, and then I think Christmas to New Year's is, like, the coldest ever, like, like, with the 30s or something. Oh, okay. It got, like, super cold. It was raining. I really liked it. I mean, for a change, anyway, right here. I love being cold. I look great in a jacket. I like to layer. <laughs> I'm a layering. <laughs> I, I can't deal with your elevation. I cannot breathe. Like, I'll just climb the it's stairs tough. and I'll be like, <gasps> like that's just the way I am. It's no, it's tough. It I need to come back months. to your school, though. It'd be cool to come back. I haven't been to your new studio. Are you still in that? You're not in that one studio that I went to. No, that's why. Yeah. No, it's a new place. Uh, much better vibe. Much. Yeah, it's bigger and lighter, you know? 
I didn't realize how many people were in your school from the the time like during when Nessie got courted. Uh-huh. Like I didn't realize how many people go to your school. Yeah, it's it's pretty big. Because when I went, there was like you know, there's still a lot of people, like twenty people, but. When you guys all rolled up in that RV, and, <laughs> and then some people came on plane, and some people drove, and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Like, I thought that was, like, so many people. I think there's at least 40 of us. Wow. Yeah. How many people are here at the event this weekend? Just three of us. Three? That's still good. And then... Taking Capoeira casual. I don't... I feel like you can. That's, like, my view. I feel like, um... I don't... Okay, let me... I don't know. I don't even know how to start this. I remember when I started Capoeira, I wanted it to be casual too. Um, I was like, I was going to nursing school, and I was I was mostly studying. So I just thought this would be a fun thing to do, like once or twice a week, and try to start losing weight and like to get in shape. And I didn't know if I was gonna be as good as like Amber Shingu. Like when I saw him like the first time, they were mm-hmm. doing the hoda. I came at the end of class, and he was like backflipping, and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And the way he just bounces up and down and, like, laughs and, like, smiles like a little kid, it was so cool. And there was something about him. And I was like, man, yeah, I want to take class. And <laughs> I remember taking class, and it was, like, Jenga, like, the first time. And, and I was just like, I do not know what this is or what I'm doing. You know, people get spooked by that a little bit. Uh-huh. Like, because um, you, when you think of martial arts, you think of fighting. And I just, you know, I just thought about, like, being in a fight stance. You know, like, like a boxer yeah. and, mm-hmm. like... But he was like, no, you have to... This is Jenga. And uh, I think I did that, like, the whole class. Wow. Cool. I didn't play for, like, two weeks. Um, just because, like, you know, not until you're ready. You're, like, you have, like, a set amount of moves and then we could play. But I didn't play for a while. But And then I just thought about being casual. And then, you know, slowly you just want to get better. Like, you're like, how can I move like these people? And then you just keep trying and trying. And then... You know, Capoeira has, like, become a part of my life, um, but it took a long time. But when I see meet people that want to do it casually, they wonder why they're not, they don't get better. And is it because, like, they just take it up casually? Like, and you have to make Capoeira a part of your life? Because I feel like everybody that's been really good and, you know, like, high up and much respected and stuff like that is because they made it a part of their life. It's, like, their life. Mm-hmm. It's them. Like, to me, Capoeira is me. Um, and it's hard because now that we're becoming adults and, like, we're all starting, a lot of us are, like, you know, hitting 30 or, like, mid-30s or whatever. Like, we have to start to prioritize where it comes when I can't be at the top anymore. It's like a child's got to be on top. Or right, like, right. you know, work or school. And it's like, I got to eat, you know, I have to have a job and then I can't train, you know? Like, so I'm wondering, like, can it, do you think it could be casual? Mustafa, do you know him? Mm-hmm. He just moved here. Oh, he did? Yeah, he's yeah he lives here now. Where is he living at? Over there. That's his house. Oh, that was his house. Yeah. Is he like just link up with the school, or is he gonna open one about here? No, I think no. He's in the training. No court process. Well, he's been training for a few years, but in fact, I think that might work really well with what we want to talk about because he's this is a guy that is like a free soul. Doesn't he loves, care. loves everyone. He yeah, cares, yeah. but he doesn't care about status. Right. In fact, he fights against them, and I think it goes there's a lot. lot. Of people out. There's a lot of people that that are like that. Yeah, and I think it goes well with the the back his background. I mean, this is a guy that you know went through a lot war in his country. You know, it's yeah. like 
it's it's a reality that I can't even comprehend. But mm-hmm. so he's like this free soul, loves everybody, very social, very open, very genuine, you right. know. Very sensitive, so he's like he gets capoeira. It feels like the first day I saw him, I'm like, oh man, this guy has the flow already, you know? Yeah, kind of like that. Things. And you just he, see the potential. And he pick he he plays bidibao better than a lot of gloves I know, you know? Yeah. And he feels it. He feels it and he works at it and he trains and you know, and he doesn't have a cord and he doesn't want to have a cord. But he comes to class all the time. Yeah. Yeah, he helps with performances. I mean, now he's moving. He's living here, you know. But yeah. when he was there, he would come. If he's available, he'd come with performances. He's part of the batzado. He helps, you know. Yeah. But I think he's been training for about four years now, maybe even more. And he doesn't have a cord, and he doesn't want to have a cord. Okay. And I think it goes into what we were talking. We wanted to talk about because yeah, like um. Like, I feel like Mustafa loves Capoeira, and it's a part of his life, but um, I don't know if he calls it a casual thing. I just don't think that he wants the structure. I see, I see. Well, and I think if we go into the motives behind why people want to take it casual, then, you know, it might might get a little too deep into it. But I think, personally, that Capoeira is freedom, you know? Mm-hmm. Capoeira is a call for freedom. It's always been, and I think it always will be. And if people don't have the freedom to decide if they want to take it casually, then it loses a little bit of its essence. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, there's a fine line between being casual and being disrespectful, you know? Yeah. As long as you're respecting the art form and your teacher and your fellow capoeiristas, I don't see a problem at all with taking capoeira casual, you know? When you're there, you're there, but maybe it's not your whole life like some other people's Yeah, I think that's a good point. I didn't think of it like that. Don't you think too that some people, that like you said, um, they it's it's their life. They take it seriously, and you know, do you think they always have, or maybe at some point in their capoeira training they decided that's what they wanted to do? You know, I think so. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know I have. Like I've, I don't, I don't know. Like I feel like sometimes I want to deny it because I want other things in life, but everything leads back to class. <laughs> like you know, yeah. like I have a shitty day. Like I'm gonna go to train. Fine, I'm gonna go to training, or like I'm not feeling happy. Like well, I have training at least, and I get to see my friends, and I always feel better after I play. And I'm sweating, and like you know, it's a crazy workout. Mm-hmm. I think capoeira has that power, you know, to just touch your soul. It's Mr. Um, Nivagas yesterday. He was talking about how capoeira is a universal, universal art form. Mm-hmm. So you know, forget the oh. It's, I mean, don't forget, you know, it's a huge part, but ah, it's a Brazilian martial art, it's a Brazilian art form. What, what is it? Is it a dance? Is it a fight? Is it, you know, it's something that touches your soul, and every human being have that ability to feel that, you know? So, and then it's up to them to decide, and sometimes it's not just up to them. Maybe they have other responsibilities already, you know? Yeah. Like you said, maybe they are in their 30s, they have kids, they have this, they have that, they have other responsibilities. And does that mean that they shouldn't be training? They shouldn't be a part of the Capoeira family because they're going to have to take it casual, you know? Yeah, and that's hard sometimes, I think, because I think people get hurt because they're not there that much or or whatever. Yeah, it's hard. I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's just hard. Yeah, because they want to be there, you know, but... But they can't because they have work or whatever. Uh-huh. Or kids or, like, school. Do- I think it just happens. It just comes over time. Yeah, and I mean, there may be other things that 
and in fact they might not be as deep as capoeira is you know but there are the things that you do that maybe they're a little more casual than capoeira in your life you know yeah and maybe that's what capoeira is for other people you know but i i think though you know it's just so deep and there's so much and then it just touches your soul in different ways and that sometimes you don't even know how or why or you know it's the movement it's the flow it's the the music it's the sound of whatever you know the connection that communication that people want to come back you know and if they can't they need to know that they're so welcome and i think that's a big thing yeah because for the longest time like talking about mustafa i bugged him like when are you getting a chord when are you get any and then one point and he's like i don't want a chord and we, I needed to learn to respect that because if he doesn't want to have a core, then he's there, he's respecting, you know, he doesn't have to. It's like how much of that structure is imposed on people when they don't feel like they're ready or that's not what they want to do. Kapoor is freer than that. Yeah, I'm starting to learn that too. I need to learn how to be like that. <laughs> I feel you and I are like the same and I... I I can totally see myself saying shit like that. Because I've said, I've said, I've said shit like that to people. <laughs> I, I, I told someone like, you need to start wearing your cord. Like this isn't an aerobics class anymore. Especially if people, I'm like, especially if you're coming like every day. Yeah. See, even that, I'm Which starting to change a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to change my opinion a little bit. It's like. Um, I understand the the need um, back in the days, you know, to have it more organized so it's more acceptable in society. So Capoeira has that that room to show itself, you know. Yeah. So I I totally understand that. I respect that, and I think if you're training under someone, then you need to respect the rules there. If you don't like it, you can go elsewhere, you know. Yeah. Um, but I also like that element of like the Capoeira exchange or the movimento novo guys, you know. Mm -hmm that you wear what you feel comfortable with and there's no color or logo to dictate who you are or how you should play or, or how others should see and play you. I really like that because then it takes us all to the same level. We're all humans. We're yeah. all capoeiristas. doesn't matter how long we've been playing. There's always a respect. I, to I totally agree with that. Especially the exchange. It's almost like you see the people I sound stupid like I saw people who for who they were like super cool people because they were wearing casual uh -huh. as opposed to like what shirt or like what the fuck was on their white pants yeah like what was the logo I think it's the first thing I just stare at is like the logo where did you come from yeah and then I think okay style and then I think of what type of playing and then I try to use that to my advantage in the Voda but the Capoeira exchange it was a little bit trickier to to read people I felt like because of that, right? Because there's yeah, no logos. Yeah, because I've been taught to kind of pick up on styles um, of other schools and then to see what kind of movements they like to use. Like, oh, this one school likes to do a lot of this, so therefore I can I can do this, mm -hmm. you know? Right, right. And this is all ahead, ahead of time, you know, which is, it's, it's good to start thinking about the game you're going to have. But at the same time, like, the more you plan, the more frustrating you probably gonna get if it yeah. doesn't go with your plan you know yeah so in that sense you go into the hall then you're having a conversation that started then or maybe started years ago and you played that person and you're continuing <laughs> you know yeah and it's not because oh man they have this blue cord now or they have that cord or whatever you know yeah i i think that goes into the taking up with a little more casual too it 
it could be a huge part of your life. You've been training for a while and you're, you train a lot, you train hard, you train the music, the language, you travel, you go out there, you're teaching, you know? But when you're in the hall, it's you. You and you play that person. Like just the other day, somebody's like, oh, playing with guys, playing with girls. There's no such thing. You play Sperta or I'm playing you. Yeah. Or I'm playing Mesrame or I'm playing Mesramica, you know? Yeah. I am playing you, that person that is right in front of me, with, you know, the whole concept of every the I just how do you call it? The She's making a motion with her hands. Uh circle. Hol- holiness, no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> holistic, holistic. Okay. Like a right? circle or like... No, everything in it, you know, the yeah, like yeah. idea, the clapping, the, the chorus, the singing, everything. Yeah. And the game, right? But it's that moment and it's not, I'm not playing your group. Right. I'm not playing your chord. I'm playing you. Right. And sometimes that's why people don't want to have a chord because they want to be seen as them, not as a chord. Yeah. And I respect that. And I think that should be more present in our daily lives, even, even if there's a chord around my waist, you know? Yeah. Uh, have you been any exchanges? No. Has there been any exchanges, like, by your... I think hood? the closest one that I saw was in Denver. Oh, there was one in Denver? I didn't even know there was one in Denver. There was in Denver a few months ago, I think. You didn't go, though? No. You guys going to make one out there? How many schools do you have in Utah now? Uh, it's, it's pretty much just us playing. There's a couple more people starting now, I think, uh-huh. but... Yeah, there's there's a group down about 40 minutes away. What school is that? In Linden, um, Utah Valley Capoeira. I thought that was you guys. It used to be. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I think I plugged your. I think I plugged that event. I like to go on like random. I'll go on random sites and then I just I'm like and here's some news. Like, oh, nice. And I just do like because there's so many schools. It was funny because you were like, are you gonna go? Um, or like, am I gonna see you? And I was like, I don't know. You know, back in the day, you could, you know, there was an event, right? Uh-huh. So it's like, you save, okay, you go, great. And then in six months, there's going to be, like, another event. Because there weren't that many schools around, so it's like, I could save, go. There's, like, there is, like, an event going on at any given moment all the time, I feel like. Like, all the time. I'm, like, I'm fucking around. But you mean <laughs> everywhere or California everywhere, or around everywhere. here? Yeah, yeah everywhere, yeah. dude. Like, it's, it's crazy. I was, um... The last episode, I, I was telling Gata Brava about Snapchat. Do you know what Snapchat is? Yeah, a little bit. It's, you know, it's just like little things. But, man, if someone made a Snapchat just for Capoeira, so people can view all the hood is going on, like, in the U.S., people would buy that app, or people would, everybody would download it. Because uh-huh. everybody wants to see cool fucking games. By the way, if anybody makes this, I want royalties. <laughs> but, yeah, like... <laughs> But it's impossible. Like, I can't go to every... It's frustrating because I can't go to every event. Sometimes I feel so... Like, I'm just like, oh, man, like, bum. Like, I wanted to go. Like, yeah, and I can't because I, I see work that. and stuff. It's and, overwhelming, you know? Yeah, think, it is overwhelming. But being in Utah and we don't have that many events close by, at least driving distance, it's going to be at least seven, eight, ten hours, you know? Yeah. That I don't, I don't personally feel that. I feel like there is an event that you see videos and pictures from later, you know? Yeah. But anyway, close by, it's it's it is about every six months or so. So Vegas, you know, coming to California is always fun because there's always something like you're saying. But I don't know. I don't really feel that. I wish I did. Just a little bit 
different perspective, you know, because right. it's not something that I can just, oh, it's tomorrow, you know, yeah, you have yeah. to plan ahead because you either have to buy a plane ticket or get some people to share the gas with you, you know? Yeah, Cabo is super dense in LA. I think California, we have the most schools, mm-hmm. um, and then it rivals between South and North Ca- Northern California of how many schools, and then after that, it, it comes to New York. Okay, that's nice, that's good. That's one thing I was going to ask you. And correct me if I'm wrong. Is it looks like the the Capoeira scene here is doing more of that? You know, people getting getting along and exchanging a little more. Is that? Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I think we've been working on. I think I remember like five years ago. I think people just started going to events and just said, "Fuck it, like let's just go support, go go to an open hoda and like, and then everyone kind of just let go of everything now. And I think everyone's older. You know, yeah, yeah, a little more mature. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, um, so everything's kind of chilled out, and uh, everyone just supports everybody now. Okay, which is still pretty good. I think, and I think the vocabulary is still different in terms of the playing styles, but um, I think everyone, the respect is is up there, and uh, exchanges are crazy. Like yeah, over two. I think we had over two hundred people. Oh wow! The last time, amazing. Like just coming in and out, but that's great. Wow. Like all in all, um, yeah. So it was just really cool. And I think don't don't you think that that ties with the taking up with a little more casual as well? Because I mean, let's say your group has tough time with this other group, right? Mm-hmm. And then. You started advancing capoeira, and you started getting a name out there, and you have some great games with some other people, and then you say, well, I have a friendship with this person, you know, and I really want to go support, and then your instructor, your professor, Amessa, says, you know, actually, there's no. beef. <laughs> they don't say no necessarily, because that would be different, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. okay, all right. That's being disrespectful <laughs> to my instructor, you know? But yeah. if they say, well, I don't really have, you know, that close friendship or I don't know how they're gonna take it la 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 if everybody's always thinking about that then new friendships never arise it's like set in stone so you start capoeira somebody has beef you don't even know why or how yeah and then out of the blue you do too you know but then the new generation starts coming and then they go to other events and they start to connect and they see and then there's so much beauty in that you know because new friendships arise and then this beef that people don't even know why they're there they start to fall off and then you have a more casual capoeira scene because yeah. if you're so uptight about this is my group this is how we play you guys do it wrong la 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 then that never develops and you're inside your nest for years and years and years and how are you really gonna learn yeah uh, I think in California or I mean I'm I've been privileged to be part of a school where I can train wherever I want nice. and where where I could go and I don't have to really let anybody know like where it's like um like I'm I'm dating a cool boyfriend like he's not like where are you going right right <laughs> right. Like, right who's gonna be there like um I go if I want like if if I can't come to class at this time but this school you know is has a later class or an earlier class and you know I got shit to do like um I'll just go to that school and it's really chill um I mean I'm I respect, like, you know, the rules and the dress code, of course, and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I'll go. Um, it's, yeah, I've never, I've never been approached to that situation where I school, where my school was like, ah, uh, you know, like, I, really? I don't really, yeah, like, where, really where I've really had that sort of talk, but I know people that 
have come to our school and then they've gotten a talking to like by their teacher really and it just like it almost does bother me too because i'm like well you're a fucking adult you can go wherever you want you're paying money to go to their school and if you're gonna pay you know someone for just the one class because you want to hang out with us after and drink beer (laughs) that should be fine yeah i don't think that one class is gonna derail everything that you've learned no, I think actually it does the opposite, you know? It opens your mind to different ways of thinking in the game, you know? Especially when you play people that you don't know their game. Do you remember when we first met and I asked, what does your chord mean? Like, is that high? <laughs> and you're like, it's high enough. And then you just, like, push me into a awu and then we started playing. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> That's right. I have forgotten about that. I was like, <laughs> I was like seven years ago. I was going to say, that was a while ago. We've known each other for how long? Like, I don't know, but the last six, picture I have. Seven. I have an old Polaroid from like 2008 with you. That's, that's the picture I was going to say. In fact, it's so funny because I have that picture. Um, I think <laughs> digital form, you know? Oh, but, yeah, I'm in digital form. I have the actual pull. I should give that to you. Oh, I would love that. Because I've already scanned it. That's probably going to be our photo for the episode. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's an old picture, guys. Just I so look you know. skinny in that photo. <laughs> I love that photo. Look really young and... Uh, <laughs> Impressionable. It's kind of funny because I don't really remember taking that picture. <laughs> you took a bunch of photos with us. That was a fun event. That was that was awesome, yeah. I mean, I remember the party. I just don't remember that one picture. Do you, do you remember that someone, uh, Saran, wrapped some guy's car no there was a saran wrap mercedes-benz it was like one of the guys that live there really yeah i, I don't remember that because we were taking photos on top of it do you have a picture of that because i want to see that i too. do i have a nice i'll link that up to you or yeah. how long have you been training now 10 years wow i started out five ten and a half now. i started no five too did you start with the mica yeah i did i did he was uh, teaching a class at the gym I was going to mm-hmm. and then I took a couple classes and then I went home to Brazil for Christmas mm-hmm. I was there for I think a couple months and then when I came back uh, then I started taking capoeira with him and then soon after that he moved to the studio that you visited yeah um, it's a really visited, cool like, project in, I visited like what 2011 it was Sounds like right. Something yeah. like that. I think because you saw me for 2013. Yeah, it was like two years. 2011. Yeah, you yeah, went yeah. during the winter time, right? Was yeah. It? Yeah. Um, yeah, so we were at the old studio. So, Botamilda uh, is with a uh, partnership with the uh, Utah Arts Alliance, which is a really cool nonprofit there mm-hmm. in Utah. They do a lot of events and just art related things. Yeah, Utah is such a nice area. It's, it's nice. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of Subarus. <laughs> yeah. A lot of outdoor. And <laughs> yeah. There's just so much to do, like, you know. REI just makes a killing, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. And the mountains are beautiful. The lakes and, and yeah. the snow, you know. I just can't deal with that elevation, man. Yeah. It takes a few months. Yeah. You get used to it. By the end of the week, I was fine, but I just remember that first first day. I thought I was going to throw up. <laughs> Some people do. <laughs> no, I've visit, yeah. done it before. <laughs> yeah, especially when people come for events. We always say, try to get here earlier. Like so hydrate a little bit. Get used to, yeah. Yeah. Getting some more oxygen, you know, it's it's tough, but and then you come to sea level and you can play forever. You sweat like crazy, but <laughs> no, I like you it. You can play for a while, you know. It's I bet nice. you come here and you're just like, I can play forever. Yeah, same thing in Brazil, you know. I was just in New Zealand too. It was the same thing. I was like, oh wow, 
I can play forever. That's great. What schools are out in New Zealand? Do you train out there? Yeah, I went for uh, Professor Pereira's event. Oh, uh, wow. Capoeira. Yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. Beautiful place, too. Um, do you have any plans, like, uh, for yourself in the future of Capoeira? Like, do you want to try to, like, I know you have your, do you have classes already? No. You don't have classes? Are you, like, do you want to strive to, to go towards that? Yeah, I do. Um, it took me a while to decide on that, and I think the same thing, you know, goes in, in the topic. A lot of people are like, why are you not teaching? Why are you not teaching? You know, I think that has to be a personal choice. Mm-hmm. Um, also, along with your mastery, you know? Like, yeah. You, you got to know what you're doing, I feel like. A lot of people start teaching, and, and then they either stop or they're just not that committed, you know? And then That takes time to, to have that, yeah. that style. Like, um, I've seen, I've seen people, like, when they first taught, and then now I'll take a class, and then I'm just, like, loving it, because I'm just like, wow, you've come such a long way to when you first started teaching. That's cool. To now yeah. it's, like, you know, it's catered to the person, or to the class, and it's much more, um, like, considerate, or, like, thoughtful. That's but cool. it takes time, you know, like, yeah. no one comes out, like, no one's, like, no, you don't start good, like, as you don't start to be a good teacher, you kind of just kind of roll with it you and see what learn, works yeah. for you I, and I think I think personally one thing that misses sometimes is a little bit more into teaching techniques and mm-hmm. psychology and you know um, I don't feel that necessarily have to have a degree on it but some studying I think and some experience you know obviously is really important yeah um, so that's what I'm shooting towards but I think um by the end of the year, I'll start at this area called Mill Creek area in uh, Utah. Uh-huh. And it's a cool area because, you know, there's a lot of a lot of dance studios, a lot of yoga. A lot yeah, of, yeah. You know, and I think that's kind of my approach in Capoeira anyway. I I wouldn't mind teaching at, a, like, a martial arts place, like an MMA place yeah. kind of thing. But it's not really my style. But you don't like those cauliflower ears? <laughs> you don't not like really. those guys in those shirts? They're not shirts? that sexy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> They're like all stiff, you know. I mean, it's cute and all, but I I look at it more as the art form, you know. All right, so that was our show. Um, hope you guys have a great week and stay tuned for more episodes. <laughs>